Hello? Are you recording? Yep, we are. You're bad. Bad. Hot, dude, come on, fucking hot. It's fucking episode 28 of the Local Buzz podcast. Today we are joined here by Infinite. You guys might know him as Joel. We also have CZR. No one as Caesar. Do you prefer being called Caesar? I like Caesar. Well, that was the intention, right? That was the intention. A lot of people say CZR and it got stuck in but my I mean, head. I like I like both. Both is whatever. Whatever flows your boat. Exactly. You guys decide. Nah, but either way, like you said, it sounds good either way. But it was definitely Caesar yeah, originally. Exactly. You remember when that clown nigga started hating on you? <laughs> nigga. Which clown? That wasn't me. The original name beef. Oh, oh yeah. From yeah, New yeah. York. Was, was it CZR or On Smooth Twitter. Z? He was CZR as well. He was making music for like a year. Had like and 20 he, plays. And <laughs> either made one song with like 5,000 plays in a Supposedly he had a patent or some shit like that. But when we, when we, clown. When we wanted to check, that shit was expired. No, nah, it wasn't expired. He never had a patent. He oh, just made wow. it up. He was a bird. Say, bro, you're not even generating money. Leave me alone. Facts. I mean, nah, that's not, that's not fair though. Nah, fuck it. If you're not generating money, don't talk to me. I think it's just about quality and how far you are out there. If you have five followers, then it's not valid. But that's what he was. Who he was at that time. I mean, it is what it he is, man. Was it that. is what it is. He was a rapper? Supposedly, I think so. I didn't even check out his music, to be honest. All right, well, fuck that. So uh, today we have Joel, CZR, Caesar. Um, they're here. We're going to kick back, relax. Obviously, you guys know that. I'm really good friends with them, so it's not really, this is going to be a real conversation, but I'm going to try to take a step back and do a better job at, like, putting myself in the shoes of people that don't know you guys at all. Um, so I'm going to ask you questions that you guys already know that I know the answers to, but uh, we're going to go ahead and see how it goes. Um, first off, uh, let's just get into the bread and butter. How'd you guys get into music? How'd you guys, you know, like, how did that hot, uh, transition? I mean, for me, it happened by accident. I mean... I was always into music. I was, I'm the type of, just do karaoke nights, type night. But it was always been like a more personal thing at that point. And then whenever we, I decided to chill more with Joel. He was more of a producer. I was more around him. He was making beats. I wasn't even into music like that. Decided to make a beat with him. From there on, decided to make my first track, which that happened totally by accident too, because. I had made that. I had made a reference on a random beat he was on. I was like, "Yo, I like that. Let me hop on that." Hopped it. Probably did a hook or some shit. Left it like that, and then um, I guess Breezy came to find some beats and chill with Joel. But I wasn't even there. And then he was like, "Yo, this shit's nasty." Decided to hop on it. Like lay something quick. When you yeah. say Breezy, you mean Angelus? Pre- Angelus, yeah, exactly. That's how Stay Around came through. Yeah. Trying to get Chris Brown credit. For real. Nah, <laughs> nah, he's cool. I mean, I was happy he even liked it. So. And I, I've never done anything like that. So he went on that. I was like, yo, let me finish this shit. When I first, when I first recorded it, I went to Wiz, actually. We recorded like a reference track. We did that, and then we decided to take it to Wonka Studio. And then we took it from there, and then we dropped it. And people loved it. Like, that was my first track ever. Nobody even knew I even sung like that. So it was something special. Oh, yeah, it was a vibe. How about you, Joel? Me, I started making beats like senior year high school. Like, I bought a Mac, like a desktop Mac. You know how they come with, like, GarageBand for free? So I just started fucking around with GarageBand, and I liked it. Just, like, having fun, fucking around. I had a friend that, like, rapped in Spanish randomly. He went to Honduras for personal reasons, but he used to just rap, and I'm like, yo, I'll make beats for you. And, like, I wasn't even making beats. You know, like, how they come with loops, and you just put the loop over. I was just putting loops over loops and 
trying to act like a producer and then I was having so much fun I'm like yo I want to take this serious not like serious but a little bit more serious like I want to be able to do more things so I started getting into programs and what age was this senior year high school senior year. so I was okay. like what like 17 yeah and then ever since I just started making beats every day before you know I was making like three to five beats a day or when I was bored just make a beat so I just started making music like that and then just through my journey of working and meeting people, I met little producers, I mean artists and out there and started giving beats and stuff like that. And then pretty much after like eight years later now, I'm here now making my own music. Um, I wanted like, um, making beats wasn't like, I felt a little limited because I was just like, it's unfinished music in my opinion. So I was making so much beats that wasn't going anywhere or like I didn't have a lot of people in my sphere that were proactively working with me as a producer. So I just said, fuck it, I'm doing my own thing and started making all my I'm music. I'm doing my own thing. Yeah. <laughs> so I yeah. you plugging it in. Yeah, and that's how I started doing my own songs. Cause like as a, as a producer, you always have like your own ideas, your own melodies. And you know, I feel like I could speak for producers. Like they all have that in them. Man, and they always tried it once. And At they least, always think about it. Yeah. If they didn't start it, it's because they were kind of scared. Like, I don't want to speak for everybody, but I feel like they just don't want to be categorized as an artist and just a producer. But I just said, fuck it, and just start my own shit. And now I'm, I'm doing both, making my own songs and producing. Full time. Full time now, hell yeah. Can we announce that? I yeah. felt bad. I, I forgot who I told. I was just like... Yeah, I'm unemployed, like, Joel. And they were like, wait, Joel lost? I'm like, oh, fuck, my bad. Yeah, nah, I don't care. It's not like a secret. I just don't, don't, don't just, like, announce shit. I'm super, like, with, like, with my personal shit, I don't like putting it out there like that because if I put everything out, what else do I have to offer? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> King secrets. Yeah, but yeah, I left my job uh, last, two weeks ago. I mean, last week. No, two weeks ago. Right? No, you left last Friday. I left the Friday before yeah. that. I said, fuck it, man. Like, it was just draining me. I was making money, slaving for money that has nothing to do with my passion. And um, I slowly started learning that um, I was going through a path that I didn't, I didn't, it didn't bring ultimate happiness. It was just like, you know, just like instant gratification as in money coming in, living that American dream and lifestyle, which is nothing wrong with it, but it was just not for me. So I just left my career, just said, fuck it. I'm not selling payroll no more. Now I'm just out here trying to create my own job right with the music. Now that's fantastic. I mean, uh, I mean, I, I kind of knew it was gonna happen, but you know, that's fantastic to hear. Obviously, just for people that don't know. Um, it's inspiring, I mean, it motivates anybody yeah. who ever hears a story. Nah, definitely. And especially with somebody you know that's personally close to you, it's a whole, it, it's mo it motivates everybody. Nah, you're good. I'm just speaking to the logo because you're way the lower. Am I speaking good? You're perfect. Where? Uh, my bad. But, nah, that's definitely motivating. And at the end of the day, uh, you, you're kind of taking it like this is your job now. So you set yourself up. Uh, I know you have your studio. But, like, tell me about that transition because I remember when I first met you and you were making beats before that, but you were out of your bedroom. You had a Pokeball on your, yeah, on your desktop. We would be laying down on your bed, like just talking shit, and you would be making beats. That's, That's exactly how you started it is. making music, 
And That's exactly that. how it is. I mean, I, mean, I would go over his house. He would be making beats. I mean, I've only been doing music for like three, four years, max. That's the shit. Like me, like I just started watching TV again. As in TV, yeah. as in Netflix and all that. But before, like me watching TV when bored or 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 like watching a movie or something, I never did it. To me, that the equivalent was making beats. Yeah. So when I was home bored, I just made beats. I got home from them, from school or the gym or going out i just made beats and that's just how i how i spent most of my time and then um what made me really take it serious is just like that's where my hobby came my passion came through it and you know when you start traveling and shit like that like it sounds corny but like when you travel like all i thought about was music like all i thought about was music like whatever what what, what i was doing at work or if i was in college or something like that I was not thinking about that. I wasn't hyped about graduating college. I wasn't hyped about getting my first career job. I wasn't hyped about anything. I was, I was fucking hyped about making a dope ass beat. That's what brought me like eager to like fucking mm-hmm. feed the universe with something. That's what like, that. and every time I traveled, that's all I thought about was just like, obviously family, friends and shit like that. But like me personally, like something that I wanted to do was always music. And every time I travel, I came back and it was just like a refreshment of and reminder what I wanted to do. That's why, like, I I invested in my own studio, like, X amount. And that's why I've been, like, doing all these photo shoots, all these fucking investing in my own dream, pretty much. And yeah, just, like, shit isn't cheap. It's isn't not cheap, cheap at all. People <laughs> people feel like the, the, the only free thing about it is the opinions. <laughs> not even that, but you don't even... <laughs> the opinions even, of people... Even, even to be a producer, like, a good producer, you don't even need all, all of those quality equipments. Yeah, you, but, I mean... Man, just to take it to that level, to that extreme, to invest that amount of money. I mean, just to crazy. clarify what what you're what you're saying is you're talking about like the transition studio. between just making a song and From like mastering house. it yeah. and engineering it, or just taking a picture with like a a no name photographer and someone that like looks at taking photography like you As guys do making music. Exactly. You know, like that's what it gets expensive. It's like you guys are collaborating with people that you like to believe that are working just as hard as you are at their own craft. Definitely. And that's where yeah. it costs a lot of money. Because I, I, the reason why I say that is is because I'm sure someone listening out there is like, well, I make music in my bedroom. It doesn't cost money. But they're also using their iPhone for pictures. Mm-hmm. They're also... I mean, don't can't knock that down. There's a lot of good people that, that yeah. make it happen with yeah. the most minimalistic thing. No, nah, but I'm talking about like the masses. But you are right. Some people are yeah. making it work. And I'm sure that there's artists that have gone through, but... It's like Frank Ocean has done raw ass music yeah. and it's like beautiful. But it's just like that's when really talent comes in. But but when you invest in yourself, it takes yeah. it to a whole nother level. Yeah, it's just. Yeah. I'm sure even him to some degree goes crazy going over and over his songs. Like, nah, it's not raw enough. Maybe. Maybe he, like, I mean, I know Caesar sometimes try to push raw too. It's just like. I just love raw, man. You could tell. I mean, like, we never know because as far <laughs> as we know, maybe he was just like vibing by himself and just recorded that freestyle then. And he's like, yo, I'm going to drop that. You know, you know, like, there's people out there like that. And, yeah. And that's what music is like the best raw form. It's a feeling. When you, you don't freestyle want to that it. shit. Especially just going back and re recording things. That's one thing I just. I lose concentration of that track or, or the feeling of the track, so I can't go back and forth. I'd rather just finish it as it is and drop it as it is for the most part. There's times that, there's times that you can go back to certain tracks and finish it, add some things, but for the most part, I like, I like 
working at at the moment. And uh, before we get like long term into it, I want to like take a step back and how do you see like let's just talk about g- g- generics like how has the music industry changed from when you started making music to where you are um and just like because you you first started off with like the boom bat beats that like yeah. like i know you got one mic when especially when he was early on and you got songs on his new album um as a producer but like how have you tra- how have you seen music transition and then how have you transitioned with that like how do you find yourself with that so, so yeah, like like you mentioned, I pretty much started like with boom bap. Like um, that was just like in high school, all I heard was like, you know, it's kind of like the main three in that generation, in my opinion, which was like you know Kendrick, Drake, and J Cole. Like those were like the top three that came in that wave of generation. But I'm a huge J Cole fan at that time, and that all I was influenced like by that sound, his type of rapping, and I used to listen to a lot like you know like um. I used to have like some friends that were like I can't even mention names I used to listen to, but like they used to listen to like, like you know Binary Stars and, and those type of like those like old school people that were very they were kind of underground but not really like super out there and like that type of beats like Jay Dill type beats soul type beats just like got me so I used to make that be- those type of beats all the time just literally boom bap beats and then I used to like even collab like like you said with one mic make beats for him and stuff like that. But then, um, you know, like the generation started flipping, you know, like trap was a thing. It took me a while to start trap. I don't know if you guys remember, like when you start. I mean, uh, you just started it not too long ago. Like when sure. I made, when you guys started like hearing my beats, like way back, like was it Boom Bap still? Yeah. yeah. So I just switched like four years ago. <laughs> Probably not trap. early. I mean, trap became pop, like popular in yeah. the last four years. Too. Yeah, exactly. So like seeing that, like, and also like, Seeing that, just like, you know, the J. Coles went left away, and then, you know, all the little pumps, little Uzi's started taking over. And at the end of the day, like, as much as, like, as much as I'm not, like, 100% all for that wave, but, like, that wave, it's a wave, you know what I'm saying? Like, I fuck with the beats mainly and the style, and then it just, you know, like, slowly started making beats just like it. Because, like, it's so, it's a, it's kind of like, it's a slower paced type of BPM, like beat, but it's quicker too. You know what I'm saying? Like the, just the vibe of it. And it's like in between over like a slow pace, but also like club. So it's just like more like it's a, it's a, it's a different style, but I always liked it. You know what I'm saying? And just like, just trying to emulate certain beats and just creating that way. That's how I transitioned to making my own style type of, cause like right now I've been like on a trap wave like crazy. Yeah. Just making like, like about my own style, I'm slowly finding my own sound on the trap side, but I mean, you already cool. found it. I mean, with yeah. the drums, yeah. How we, oh wow, you've been setting up the drums and Joe and bit, uh, what's his name? Toby, Toby yeah. Toby. So yeah, we're creating our own style. So like now, it's just all about a matter of time, just shying away from it. Cause when you when you're a producer or like an artist, like you always try to emulate at first, and then you try to create your own from there. So I'm like I'm mainly on that wave right now, just creating my own stuff, but. I definitely transition in the meantime. And also, like, as an artist, like, seeing artists transition, that was, like, the biggest thing I've seen. Because, like, literally back then, like, in, 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 like, the J. Cole time, it was all about full projects still. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, you, you drop a single and you announce that you're going to drop a EP or a mixtape or an album, and that's what you're promoting all year. Putting your energy out there for 12 songs that you made for the whole year. Now you drop now, an album, man, they'll forget about you Attention span is so little that... 
yeah. you you can't you can't do that anymore. So now, like when I came in, like I knew I couldn't take that approach no more, and I seen like a lot of artists do that. Which there's no right or wrong wrong way, but in my opinion, like if you're trying to like stay relevant to now, like I feel like that's kind of like a mistake to a lot of new artists, like just doing the album route and just wait another year to drop another album, like. Like, we're in social media world now. Like, you got to stay on top of everything. So, like, I've seen that a lot of artists, all the artists are popping now is that they understand that. You know, mm-hmm. they know they got to drop a single today. And then if it takes to drop a single every week until they're noticed, they do it. You know what I'm saying? Or if they have to drop a song monthly and, and, and get noticed that way and slowly grow. Or, or if they're popping already, they know they got to take a picture every day and post it just to stay relevant. It's like, just like... So huge like transition in the artist side. I definitely want to get to that like Instagram stuff in a second, but um, like how have you as an artist like developed with it? I feel like you've always been more open. Like I don't make music, but like when you mentioned Little Pump and Little Ooze, I'm just like I don't even want to bother. Yeah, like, I, I've listened to it and I'm not. I'm just not even interested. Where I feel like you as a producer, you've kind of always taken like the back seat, and you're like, like I'm trying to understand what they're doing. And yeah, I'm, and and I'm and you're not afraid of being a part of that yeah i mean like that's that that's like a hard like topic right there because i wouldn't want to be categorized there not not, but you would work with them i would work with them especially as a producer where i'm not a producer but if i was a producer i'd be like i have no interest yeah. Doing that, no, as a beat because I'm bro, like, what well, beats trap open. is the beats, bro. Like, those beats are hard as fuck. That's what, like, made trap, in my opinion. Like, when 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 trap started evolving, like, even like when Future came and all that, it was mainly the beats with Metro Boomer and all that. People love those beats that they didn't even care what Future was saying on the track, you know what I'm saying? Like, it was mainly the beats, and like, that's what, me as a beat maker, fuck yeah, I work with people yeah. that make trap, you know what I'm saying. But I know what you're saying. Like you just have no interest in the fact that they, they, that's that wave is more like more, more, more arrogant, more ignorant about sh- shit, and they're just like being loud. You know what I'm saying? Like two years ago, if you wanted to make it, all you had to do is put a fucking tattoo in your face and maybe paint your your hair pink or some shit, <laughs> and you have ten thousand followers right there, yeah. and people eyeing you, thinking that you're next. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like. Now you can't do that because it's just saturated, but it's just the way people like, man. It's weird. <laughs> I mean, they're still doing it and get away yeah. with it. Uh, how about you, C's, as an artist? Like, how have you transitioned? Like, I'm sure, like, when you started, like, because I, I remember you, like, in my opinion, I remember you singing, like, when we started hanging out and, like, when we were, like, having mad fun. And one day we just went to a fucking karaoke and, like, you know, I was up there, like, having funny shit like Backstreet Boys Saying not trying shit. to you know <laughs> like not even trying making your own lyrics like having fun at the see that goes up there randomly and just like <laughs> pour this heart into a song and we're like what the fuck this kid can sing yeah well, was it R&B yeah of course if it was R&B bro it was like it was like a rate it was like one wish or some I, shit I th- nah, it, no, was it, probably, was, it was probably like Boys to Men or some shit like that yeah, true. like I was always been like a throwback R&B type of dude I don't know I was always the type to emulate certain notes certain sounds and just emulate certain songs for like an RB. It's always been what I've liked. But you have people in your family that sing a lot too, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. That have of like course. amazing no, vocals. Yeah. So you so, think they helped you out? Uh, I wasn't too much around that. It was probably just one person, but it wasn't even that serious. To be honest, it didn't take it that serious at all. But it's always been on my own. It's just more of a personal note, just listening to music. Even singing on myself, just different things like that. 
getting off topic a little bit, but I've seen that transition more. Like, could you also consider yourself like in, heavily into fashion? Like, how have you transitioned like in your fashion sense? Where I feel like, like Joel, you go way back, you go further than what people know. Like, you got it. Like, I remember you telling me you had like a clique in high school, and you guys oh, were like yeah. all heavily into fashion. And like, how have how have how has that impacted you as an artist? But not only that, but just like you as your brand. I mean, it widened my brand. I mean, fashion and music go hand to hand. It's just, it's, music is part of fashion. Fashion is part of music. It's the way it is. And have you developed as far as like, like w the fashion that you were into, like right now you have like a satchel, right? Like a Louis, the Louis Vuitton? Yeah, Louis Vuitton. You have like a Louis Vuitton. Yeah, I'll take Louis. Yeah, Louis, I mean, there's a few bags. It, it, uh, eight years ago, I feel like I remember you, you were part of the like the Snapchat, the Snapback movement. Like it wasn't as into it, but I feel like you've always been like one step ahead. Like even you with the the Bape hoodies. Yeah, yeah. Like I feel like that was like we saw that. Some of us knew who it, what it was, but the majority didn't. Fashion changes so much, and it comes back it's just different time zones. That hoodie would be fire today, actually. But do do you have someone that influences you that you follow like 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 mm -hmm. what influences you to like think what's like yo I want to start wearing that? I mean, big influencer like Pharrell. I mean, can't knock down Pharrell. Pharrell's one of the top dudes. And going back to like the artistry side of things, um, how have you guys felt like the last couple months, if not like the year? has like helped you guys grow as an artist because I, I like even at like a micro like fuck the 10 year span but in the, the last year i feel like you guys have grown like going from that song with angelus all the way to like now when you just played me two of your new songs um like how have you felt like the progression has evolved the structure of music i understand more the the way it comes about the, the what it takes for to make a whole beat there's so much to it. The writing process. That's a whole nother, There's a whole nother process to it, and just just being behind Joel, watching him do his thing, making beats, and and watching Toby do his thing, watching Ray do his thing. Shout out to Ray though, wonderful pianist. Beast. Yeah, but yeah, just watching the structure of music now is I understand it more. For for me, it was like I always kind of understood it. Understood. Stood it, but it was like mainly like what made me grow so much this year was the the, the capability of having no limitations to make music. You know what I'm saying? Like no that's excuses. A huge luxury. Yeah, you had no excuses now. Yeah, but yeah. not even excuses. Just like for example, like when we made that song with Angelus, for example, like I made that beat in my in my bedroom, which is like a small speaker. Like the quality isn't crazy. We just make a beat. We have the idea written, but then we don't have no microphone to record it. So we just no. Have we did have a microphone. We, we had did. Derek's microphone that he let you use a long time ago. That's how right. that happened. We had you had made the beat. We were just chilling in your house. You had made the beat. I was like, yo, I like that. Yo, plug in the 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 mic that you have on the floor because that should have been there just chilling. I like, plugged it in. So we plugged it in. We laid out the hook. And that was that. We left it in there. He could continue working on the beat. He put it, yeah. saved it. Then I guess Angel just came back in one of these days or something. Yeah, like but, that. but you look at that. Like, I feel like that's what it's Joel so was getting. That's it's so organic. It's so organic. No, but yeah, you, it took three days for you to do what you guys but do now. But what I'm day. trying to say, though, is also, like, the, the whole process of, like, okay, this is my idea, and then I'm going to go to a professional spot and record it but and, I, and do it. You know what I'm saying? Like, 
like from that, that whole process to me literally be and like you know what I'm saying like in a bedroom like I live in my I live, live in my like in the Paris house in the bedroom like we can't just be there vibing creating so like there was a lot of limitations when it comes to like creating music in that point so like going from that like all the process of like trying to go to the engineering spot recording it good and and put an idea because sometimes you have an idea that you write down on a beat and then when you record it, it professionally it you're like oh that's just whack as fuck you know what i'm saying like but now having the 24 7 spot that you could just literally go from scratch to make a beat and to record the whole song and have it finished that's like a huge like luxury that helped me grow a lot now but you don't feel like at the same time like that helped you uh, like your character like coming from your mom's like, I remember how much fun we used to have. But then again, I feel like a lot of it has to do with us just, like, growing up, having girlfriends. And, like, yeah. having separate lives. But, like, how organic that time frame was. Just, like, not only for music, but just you as an individual. Yeah, especially beat making. Like, it's crazy because I still drop songs that, like, I still make beats in my house still. And, like, those type of beats are mad different than what I make here. Like, for some reason here, I feel like I have to be more on my ear game. For some reason, I don't know. Like yeah. I made that own pressure on myself. Like it's crazy. Yeah, because you had the quality equipment. So yeah, you so want I'm like, you want the top notch everything. I'm like yeah. yo, I have to go in. I have no excuses of make, yeah. making a fire ass beat because I have this equipment, I have this program, all in so here. When I'm here, I feel like I can't. I I don't let my brain relax to fuck around and just, I just like yo, I gotta be serious and everything I'm making has to be like what I gonna. For the song that I'm trying to make. And that's a problem sometimes. It is. It gets in the way. But when I make a beat in the house, it's just like, I'm so relaxed. I'm going back to like what you said, like when I used to live, like be in my parents' house in the bedroom. No pressure. No pressure. Just make a beat. And I'm like, yo, this beat is fire. And then like, there's like Lost in This World that dropped. I made it in my house. Nighttime, I made it in my house. And I wrote it and everything in my house. And I came and recorded it. So like, it's that different like side of recording is pretty cool too. So like... I don't know, changes. And that time I did that that first song, I mean, I didn't expect myself to become an artist. I was just doing it for fun. I mean, I liked it. I liked I liked the moment. I dropped the hook. I mean, it was saved and it was just done. I didn't expect nothing from it. Decided to finish that song. Took it to mix and master. Decided to just drop it. Just, hey, let me just drop it. See what, what what reactions I get. And I got so much positive reactions from everybody, from close friends, from people they didn't even know. I, I even sung, I, I mean, family members were congratulating me, like, yo, I heard your songs, like, for real. And then, it was just a beautiful but thing. But you know what's crazy, randomly? I know I'm thinking like that, but I feel like that that approach is what kills a lot of artists. What is that? The approach of, like, like trying to see what people think of your music. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, which is, that's which what is it organic. Was. Like, that happened. Like, I did it too, that's but what it, we shouldn't be like that. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, why the fuck are we trying to look, you know what I'm saying? Like... It should be like a, a real artist will create art and just drop it. There's a lot of artists like that that have that problem. Expectations yeah, kills yeah. their creativity. Like, I mean, look at Bryson Tiller. I mean, he had this pedestal. He had this platform. Everybody thought he was going to be the next thing. I mean, he's been quiet. I don't know if he's no, working he, on a project he, or something. He's got a project coming up. I mean, that's a thing. I, I'm pretty sure everybody's high expectation about him. Because, do I, that's my opinion of of, um, it could be. But isn't that just part of the game? Yeah, it, is. it really is. It is part of the game, but I feel like... I, it's a problem, though. All right, when you worked at the payroll company, did you not have, to some degree, an opinion about another employee? Like, well, you're not working hard enough. Or, man, you, you just don't get it. It's not clicking. 
I mean, you know, for us, it's a little different because we do outside sales. So I barely see my coworkers. But, but you see their numbers. I see their numbers, but I really never care, to be honest. Me personally. But I know you're trying to say, like, oh, he's going to be good or he's going to be the next this and that. Yeah. He, I mean, yeah, I've thought of shit like that. I feel like, oh, uh, like, when I worked at uh, the insurance company, it was more of a, like, like I'll give you an example. There was this one dude. Uh, his name's Jerry. Since day one of working there, goes in there at 8 a.m. No, goes to the gym at 5 a.m. Goes to the office, takes a shower, goes straight into the phone. But leaves at 8 p.m. Every single day, has not stopped him, like, yeah, for like yeah. three years, right? First two years, he was not good, being honest. And I'm like, damn, bro, I'm working way less hard. As, I'm not working as hard as him, and I'm seeing way better results. What the hell? But then, like, now on the flip side, as I'm leaving, now he's murdering the game. Murdering the game. You know, like, but at the same time, like, my point was that I had that opinion of him. Like, I feel like, I feel like as an artist, like, everybody's always talking about, like, like, and you are right, I get it, but it's just part of, it's it's going to come no matter what. There's no way to avoid it. Like, unless you're, like, fucking Daft Punk and just, like, hide your face and only, like, those close to you really know who you are. But for the most part, it's just, like, the opinions are always going to be there, so why try to avoid it? And just because your mother's opinion or your best friend's opinion is, like, negative doesn't mean that it is a bad song. But it, it, it's, I mainly meant it as in, like, yeah. like, like, let's say, for example, like, what I tweeted yesterday. Like, don't let society mold your art. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't go what's trendy. Don't go for what people like because then you're going to be working for people. You don't work for people's taste of music. Nah, fuck that. Like, mold people to your music. You know what I'm saying? Like, Medina 5K. That's why I love his music. He's literally molding everybody to him. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's not about, like, yo, I'm trying to be popping for y'all. He's like, nah, this is my swag. If you want to be hip, come with me. You know what I'm saying? That's he what did. it is. He does what he lays. He does fun. what, and I love that. That's what I love about Medina. Like, he literally fucking goes his own wave. And, like, I feel like that's what a true artist is. Like, you, you're supposed to you're supposed to just throw your art and, and don't let society mold your art. Like, nah, fuck that. This is my art. His work, try to his work is raw shit. as fuck, too. Like, straight raw. up raw. But that's what so that's what I mean in that sense. Like, it sucks because I feel like a lot of artists, like, will make a first song and they see a future in themselves doing it and they have their own vision. And then they come to somebody or people and they, they react from what they react. So if they don't react huge, they won't go all out. They react... If they react like kind of negatively or like, like whatever, they go whatever with like it shouldn't be, like that's kind of sucks. Like I wish people, man, artists had more than mentality. It was like, yo, this is my art and this is what it's gonna be. Isn't that just a lack of confidence, though? It is, yeah. So that's what I'm saying. Like I'm not, I, I'm not saying like I came in and I was and I had that, so that's why I'm like this. And it isn't. I'm true. I'm slowly learning that. You know what I'm saying? I still like still a victim of that bullshit, but. But I just, like, me knowing it, that's a huge step, you know what I'm saying? Like, seeing that and understanding it and, like, maybe preaching it helps me out, too, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's what I, that's what I feel like. And in the sense of, of like, of your coworker, that's what, sh- he's, like, the living proof of what consistency does, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you pretty much said it the first day, he was like, yo, he's whack, you know what I'm saying? Like, no, no, like, no, I never thought he was whack. I was just more shocked that he's working so hard and yeah. seeing so little results. But then three years later, boom, yeah. you know, but yeah. that, that's, that's my respect for like I respect that because it shows that what consistency does. Like it just like you keep doing it, and you're gonna slowly succeed. And when you succeed, like and nobody telling you nothing. It goes fast. You know what I'm saying? Um, how do you guys deal with like the outside criticism? Because I know you've talked about like I'm not really trying to please Lawrence. I'm trying to please 
kind of tying into what you were just saying right now, but I'm not really trying to just like cater just to Lawrence. I'm trying to just find my own, like, I'm trying to find my own niche because I, I know you have mad success out in Europe. Yeah. So, like, have that discussion now. I don't know. <laughs> it's not a bad thing about Lawrence, but nah, yeah, like, yeah. let me just give you the feedback. It's more of a, like, you were just like, I'm not really trying to make that sound that Lawrence is looking for. I'm trying to make a certain sound that I'm, like, look, that I see myself doing. Yeah, so pretty much, like, like exactly, because, like, you know what really changed my mind? There's an old, like, I think, um, what was that, sec- uh, The Weekend Second Album? Was it, like, Kissland or something like that? Was Dakotas? No, 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 no. Um, The Weekend. Oh, The Weekend. Second uh, album. It was Kissland, yeah. The Kissland, right? Yeah, with the There's Drake. a song that he goes, like, um, I think it's called, like, Perfect, Perfect Something. And he goes, like, what's a, like, you're somebody now, but what's a somebody in a nobody town? You know what I'm saying? And obviously, no offense, I'm not calling like Lawrence. I'm like, I'm from here too. Like, I rep Lawrence and everything, mm-hmm. but we're a small town. You know what I'm saying? Like, why should I put my focus on a small town when there's a big ass world, bro? There's like, how many people in the world? Like, seven billion? Seven billion. Bro, that's mad people. Like, that, that's why I'm like, yo. I, and I seen, cause I'm, those, you know what I'm saying? Like, you said, like, I was a producer and I'm like, you know, you more, you, we sit back in the chair more. I saw it, like I seen artists put their energy in their city and really like let the city kill them. You know what I'm saying? So why why is going back to letting society mold your art? You know what I'm saying? Like me, I'm more about like, instead of me trying to please people and like be like, hey, I'm the next artist in my own city. I'm like, let me just go out the world and find people that fuck with my art. You know what I'm saying? Organically, like, that's my niche. I'm like, instead of me trying to please people, I'm out here trying to find people that, that genuinely like my music. They see me, cause you know what I'm saying? Like me, like if, if I try to drop music with like Lawrence and, and my sphere of who I have to market, I know 50% of them, that's already a roadblock of me trying to like, like it's just like a pride thing. You know what I'm saying? Like I already have to pretty much be good enough for they could prove me as an artist because they already know me personally. And at the end of the day, when people know somebody personally and then they hear something left from them, that they're being their teacher or they're freaking a firefighter or even freaking an artist and shit like that, they, they start like, they first have to validate and feel like to support you after. So you know what I'm saying? I just see so much energy. It's just like, that's a waste of time. People that don't know nothing about you personally. Exactly. Like, that's so what it is. Just like, don't, don't. We're so attached to our city that yeah. they know who we are. They know everything. Mostly, most of the things. And don't get me wrong. Us. At the end of the day, like this is where I'm from, and 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 this is who I where I want to see growth in music too. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like I love artistry that that comes from Lawrence. Like and I try to work with them in a producer level or myself as an artist and try to push them. But I mean, it is what it but is. It's just like what I'm trying to say. Like my marketing niche, my marketing side. I'm promoting out the world, and and before you know it, bro, like, I'm bigger in friends than, like, more people in friends know me than anybody in my whole life, you know what I'm saying, Mm -hmm. like, it's weird, like, like, Paris, Germany, and now Argentina, like, those those are are your main, yeah, those those are are my main main countries that literally, like, like, legit, I got, like, I could consider myself an artist with legit fans, you know what I'm saying, and that's, like, that's, that's, like, dope to say, you know what I'm saying, like, I have people that genuinely listen to my music, genuinely are hyped to listen to it, and and it gives me like it gives me more like reasons to make music you know what i'm saying like it, it pushes me more and these are people that met me as an artist you know what mm-hmm. i'm saying not like you're my boy and then i'm start making music and then you gotta see my mm-hmm. music and then feel like i'm an exactly. artist you, you know what i'm saying like yeah. it's just like 
that type of approach, I just thought like it's more beneficial. You know what I'm saying? No, I I, I agree 100. percent To yeah. be honest, it just everything you said just made sense. Um, how about you, C's? Like I know that you've been pissing off everybody holding on to your music. <laughs> well, I mean, it's just the whole process. Like there's times I I get stuck. That's the thing about me. I I can't go back to some certain songs because it's a feel and. And after my first track, like I felt like I had high, like I had an expe- expectation, I had had to back that one up with the next one, and just the whole process. I I like being it. I like making it organically, like no pressure. I drop it when I drop. I make it when I make it. I start. I got into this real late. I mean, there's no excuses. I got into this late, and now is when I'm starting to learn more and more. I I got. I still got a lot more to learn, and now I'm, I'm just taking it about like that. Nah, yeah, I mean you're absolutely right, um, and I think what I think it kind of goes back to what Joel was just saying about society, where you were trying to live up to an expectation instead of just making music. Yeah, just make it when it comes. I mean, if it if just the second uh, a melody comes to my head, I'll note it, and I'll I'll go to the studio and just I'll work on it. If it doesn't work, it doesn't work. I'll leave it as it is. Nah, but sometimes it works and you still leave it as it is. True, yeah. but that's the thing about making music. I profession. Tendency. Yeah, that, exactly. I, sometimes I just can't go back to it because the feel isn't there anymore. And then I'm, I'm on to a whole nother thing, a whole nother melody, a whole new, a whole new thing. Nah, that's just an excuse. True. Nah, but that's the thing. Like us, us the, artists. The, just to be clear, because I'm not, I'm not picking on him again. If you're, <laughs> if you're listening, you kind of know the relationship we all have here. But uh, it's more of a like Caesar has probably like somewhere between a dozen and twenty songs. That like the chorus is laid, beats made, everything, and he's just been holding on to it. So we've just been giving him a tough time. Like, it's yo, bro, like, unfinished. It's more, it's more, it's more hooks than anything. It's just, I, I, yeah, hooks come to me so naturally. I think so personally, and um, it just comes out like if, a, if Joel making a beat and just comes at me. And I record it. If I if I'm doing nothing to it, I just leave it as it is. And sometimes the next day I can't go back to it. And then Joel's working on a new beat, and um. Like, yo, I like that one too. Like, I got a hook for <laughs> you open it. Up, and then, yeah. yeah, it just goes on and on. But this certain days that I, I like, yo, I really like this song. Let me let me get more into the writing depth of it. Like it all, it all depends on the feeling on that day. You you think Toby having the studio now is gonna like help you even go faster? Because now you're gonna have like double yes, the studio time. Not even not even about double studio time is different. Produ- yeah, different producer. producer. It's just a whole different feel. Like like Joel's Joel's in his trap. Right now, like I, I'm a singer. I, I it, it collides. It, it doesn't catch him now because he's in his R and B vibe. Yeah, right exactly. Now. It just doesn't go sometimes. And like boom bap. So singing in boom bap is beautiful too. Yeah. So I mean that helps. I can always bring Ray when he when he's available. When Joel's work because he's Joel's working on himself right now. So I want to give him time so he grows as an artist as well. So he works on himself and not just work with. With Toby. Uh, and then what are your, like, long-term goals? And I know Joel talked about it in the group chat. Um, and we do have to talk about the where the name Infinite came from. Uh, but what are your long-term, what are your short-term, long-term goals? You want to go first? Or? You can go first. Me, like, um, <clears throat> my long-term goal, I mean, I'll say my short-term goal. My short-term goal is um, literally just living life on my own term you know what i'm saying like as in like musically like i just want to live off my music you feel me like like literally like even if 
if it's like making beats or even me as an artist, like I just want to live off music and just say, you know what I'm saying? That's like a short term goal. Cause like from there, like I consider music like an investment, you know what I'm saying? Like these are, these are little assets that I'm creating and putting it in the universe that potentially could grow to a bigger thing. You know what I'm saying? So I'm just trying to throw investments out there that are literally slowly going to grow. And I've seen, I seen what a little seed could grow as, you know what I'm saying? Like I've gotten like a couple streams there that, that, that was more than I expected in my first year as making, making music myself. You know what I'm saying? Like I've seen it. And it's just like if you if you start throwing more assets out there and catering to it, you know what I'm saying? Like it grows and that's where like financial could come through, you know what I'm saying? Like me, like my I'm not one of the artists that like I don't wanna be like a like a fame famous or like a celebrity type shit. I know it comes with it sometimes, which obviously if it comes with it I have to take it, you know, but I'm more I just wanna like I I I'll, I'll be happy with being that that artist that super underground but it's being played a lot in the streaming platforms and and legit like you just want an honest fan base exactly i want honest fan base um i don't i don't wanna i'm not focused on making a one hit one like a, a one hit that's gonna put me in the clubs and gonna make me tour off that song and then i get clout from there you know what i'm saying like I'm, I'm I'm more focused long term and in that sense as an artist like I want to slowly build my my audience so they can understand my sound and and slowly like it comes it, it grows and I generally have a fan base that really likes my art you know what I'm saying I don't I don't want to just like make a song and and just like be out if it happens I, I don't have control and I'll take it obviously that's an opportunity but my goal as an artist is literally like much is to really adapt that and get that fan base. Um, that's why you see J. Cole so big, you know what I'm saying? Like, J. Cole really got a real fan base. Disappears for a year and says, hey, I'm dropping an album in two weeks. Same no way. features. And, and he sold, boy, made records too. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's that's true art. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's really pushing art. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. And he made his own fan base. My long-term goal on side of that, like... My short term is more like selfish, like me trying to. Make Give me it. one second though, because you gave the J Cole thing, and I'm not saying this for you, but in general, just like for people listening. But rest in peace to Tech Nine who passed away today. But even someone like him, where he does have a fan base, mm -hmm. and you know he's someone that could go to like a club like Attica and yeah. probably bring 200 people, make enough money to feed his family for a whole month, exactly. and do it at another place. I'm not telling you you got to limit yourself to that dream, but would you be content with a lifestyle like that? Yeah. Like, if you're just making an honest living, making an average income, but you're just doing what you love and you have, like, your honest fan base and you're just, like, traveling to whatever country or whatever town and they're like, yo, I can sell out this club. Because I, I just feel like everybody, like, well, from a fan's perspective, like, when we daydream, it's like, it has to be TD Garden. Yeah. It has to be Madison Square Garden. Yeah. But, like, there's, like, a huge niche of people that can fill out a $1,000 club every single other day, but just aren't on the, you know, magazine, aren't yeah. Cardi B, aren't J. Cole, aren't Bruno Mars, but they're... They're not international, but but they're, but they have yeah, that, that follow, they have their... Well, they might be, look at terminology, like, yeah. he had more success in Europe than he did here, exactly. and, but he's still, from what I understand, he's still able to, like, nah, feed could, his family just off what he does. He could, he could, he, he could freaking... Go to Manchester, New Hampshire, and fill up a bar like a good, good amount of people. Yeah, but yeah, I'll be I'll be content because um, 
my goal isn't like to to be rich and shit. My yeah. goal, I just literally want to put art and like just have it. You know what I'm saying? Just like, and I know that like money will just randomly come. Like it's just like, I feel like people like I don't make music for money. If that makes sense, like. I just like making music. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So like, wait, yeah. I just genuinely like making music. I'm not about like yo. I'm trying to be rich with music. You know what I'm saying? I would love to be rich with music, and 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 I'll put that in my plans and try to work for that. But that's not the money is not that the ending money. That's not what was gonna make me feel successful as an artist. If that makes sense. Got it. Well, so- what make me feel um successful is literally my like what my long term goal is. My long term goal is literally like I feel like I wanna. I want to influence people with my music. That's my long-term goal. Got it. So like, I want I want to make people feel like um, through my music they 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 are influenced, like more motivated in life, like as in like they to chase their happiness more. Like yo, because I I'm, I know a lot of people, and I've spoken to a lot of people that they have a certain passion, and they they don't go for it because you know. They just like scared of of failing on it or or like making money. You know what I'm saying? Because they don't see like yeah. a, a instant gratification with money. You know what I'm saying? Like, which that's like to me like short term thinking. So I just wanna like I feel like if I have the opportunity to put myself on a platform that I can make it my definite purpose to influence people and shift their brains. That like bro, like it's about happiness and not not about money. I feel like that that's like a goal that I'll be happy. I think achieve. that's a long term for most people. It's just influencing. Yeah. And just doing it for a living makes it just a way of expressing yourself. Nah, I feel like a lot of it is greed. To be honest, you feel like a money, bro. What long term? Long term? I feel like the majority of people that try to find success within anything they do, they're looking for money. How like look, 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 I, I'm not gonna speak on anybody's direct family because I don't know, but like, I know your mom works in the dentist field. Did she dream of doing that? No. Or was it just an I mean, opportunity is, that paid enough that she was just like, you know what, it's good enough. Opportunity. Most of the, maybe most she does. I'm sure there are dentists out there that are like, yo, this is what I've always wanted to do. Yes. But I'm just giving you an example. Um, like, I think I think there's more people in the world, and I feel like I'm trying to like figure that out too. But there's more people in the world that are, che- are like pursuing. A paycheck instead of like kind of like what you was saying like yo just find what you really like to do and then eventually hopefully the money's gonna follow you but it all depends on the person too because if the money motivates them then yeah, it's I unlimited mean, like, I mean, if the mo- if the money motivates you Dude, there's nothing wrong it's gonna push you to that point you get i mean what that's saying? what cardi b says she's yeah. like i don't give a fuck i'm if the, when yeah I get paid, make I don't them care. okay yeah exactly <laughs> she, she didn't say that I, I mean she probably is taking it serious now but like it's fun to her. It's it is what it is. I'll drop whatever. It's nothing too personal. I don't take a track too personal. I don't hold on to it. It isn't dear to me. Like I'll drop it as it is. I mean I don't care. I mean at that point. And and, and when I say this, I don't mean like to knock the people that like money because I understand it, bro. Like I, I'm I'm like I've chased money for like ten years, and now and now you know what I'm saying like mm-hmm. you know I made money and shit like that, and I seen like the comfortability that money brings. But um, I just personally didn't didn't like the long term journey that I was going for. You know what I'm saying? Like, like you just got it's just a hole, bro. Like when when you start chasing money, you just like get money, and then most of us do the mistake that we put each other in a lifestyle that we have to keep working to maintain mm-hmm. a lifestyle. 
So not only you're getting rich, you're making yourself live richer. And then you got to work more to maintain it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I am I did it for a while. And, and I just, like, I started looking back, scratching my head. And I'm like, nah, bro. <laughs> I'm not doing this. <laughs> to I'm going back, back bro. I'm going bit. square one. I'm selling mm-hmm. my house. I'm quitting my job. And, and, and I'm just going to, like, bro, my long-term goal is literally me being happy, bro. Like, instead of, like, instead of me focusing on making more money, I'm focusing on ways that I don't need money to live anymore. You know what I'm saying? Put myself in a situation, investing my money where I don't have to wake up tomorrow and really like be at work and, and, and fucking... Be depressed. And be depressed because I got to fucking pay my car next week. You know what I'm saying? Like, why why the fuck do I need a Mercedes when, when I'm good with my TSX 09? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, and paid off, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. like I get it. It's, it's just that... It's nicer. People like it, and I've been there. I want it. I wanted it too. I still want it. I'll buy a Mercedes, mm-hmm. but if when I could afford it, you know what I'm saying. If I can't buy it, I'm not. I'm not getting it. It's a point. There's no like, point. I don't want to work for my lifestyle. Like my lifestyle should work for me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's just like it's just different ways of seeing life. You know what I'm saying? But if you like money and that's what you want, go for it. You know what I'm saying? But just, just know that. You know what I'm saying? Like, just hopefully that's where you think you're happy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, like all this chasing money is just, like, to me, just short-term thinking. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, I need money because I want to be rich. Like, okay, I'm willing to do anything. You know what I'm saying? And then mm-hmm. you're just doing shit you don't want to do for money. Yo, you know what's crazy? You, you guys know Kenny. So I have a close friend named Kenny and uh, from North Andover, the guy I was riding my motorcycle with. Yeah. Uh, and he told me some shit one day. He was just like... I was like, yo, like, what's your goal? And he was just like, honestly, bro, I just hope that the day I die, I'm, like, dying, like, happy. happy. That's literally what he said. He was just like, I hope I just die smiling, knowing that I lived a great life. And I was like, damn, I'm mad superficial. And that's true <laughs> shit, bro. That's true shit. Because, like, my goal was completely off. You know, like, I was just thinking far left. Because he's, like, not talking down on him, like, to some degree... We all are, like, materialistic, like, oh, we want the nice shoes or, yeah, you definitely. know, whatever. And he's into that. You know, he, bro, he's, like, supremed out. But, like, hearing that from him, I was just like, ah, that's fucking deep. You know, like, that's a true, honest, just pure, like, goal. Yeah. Um, now, see, what are your short and long term? Honestly, long term, whatever, like, it's like, as cliche as it sounds, whatever makes me happy. Like, I really want to... Like short term, I, I really want to learn a few instruments and whatnot. I want to be more consistent with um my music and just being more consistent with the writing skills. It's just that's something that's been holding me back for a while. It's just not being able to finish certain things. I get distracted. Like this this society nowadays, we have very short um attention span, so it's moving so fast that I can't catch up, and then I get left behind, and then. Like a whole thing just gets lost. Uh, so for the future, I just wanna be more consistent, basically. You you have like, I know you have way more goals than that because you're like again back to the fashion. I don't know why you're like shying away from it, but like the fashion. Oh, I, I thought we were just basic music right nah, now. Nah, just yeah, anything. Just, just like right now, I'm working on a website, so I'm working on a website so we can drop. I thrift a lot, and I have friends that thrift a lot as well, so. I'm recently gonna do a pop up shop. I'm working on that. I'm working on my website. That I'm gonna be selling my own thing, and um, putting up my own music and blogging a little bit. And I just want to base that off, and hopefully, that website I can live off that, selling my own things that I 
thrift for. I mean, you could definitely do it. Yeah. Easy. I mean, you know uh, Gannon's story, and he's kind of at a Joel point where he's like, you know what, bro? Like, do I really have to go back to work? Yeah, so, fuck that. Oh, he's not working? That's how he's doing? Uh, he, well, I don't want to talk too much about yeah. his life because he actually wants to be on the podcast. He's pissed off that I'm like doing what I'm doing. He's just like, fuck, man, I want to go. Ironically, he's going to be here next week, which is oh, funny. Oh, yeah. Yeah, wow. which is, it would have been perfect, but it's his dad's birthday and stuff like that. So we're in Boston. Uh, anyways, but going back to the main thing, um, yeah, he, he bartends, but he's like, I don't really want to do that. I think I'm just going to go full force with like the fashion. Kind of what you do, yeah. but. He's like only invested in high end, yeah. and I'm trying to drag him out. I'm like, or you could just like nah, make enough off no, the lower end. <laughs> nah, nah. No, because it's harder to sell the high end. Well, obviously. No, no, no. Where does he live again? Colorado, where there's not even one store but like a record. Doesn't even matter now with, with technology nowadays, social platforms. You can sell it any from anywhere, man. You can sell it from from just being home in Lawrence and bro, going like, from there. Honestly, the harder you work, the luckier you get, bro. Uh, well, not even I, I don't, How hard I, is it? I don't want to The go harder d- you work The luckier you are No yeah, it's, bro, yeah. No The harder you work The more doors are open Opportunities that you get lucky You know what I'm saying like, bro, I want to like, say it's lucky It just opens more opportunities I think success Has to do with A lot of hard work Meets luck Yeah so. well, At the end of luck at the end, of the, at the end of the day Like You could work really hard And Go to A music festival and, and just so happened to go to the, book a studio with Kanye West, yeah. and now he listens to your track. But then someone who worked hard to get to Kanye West's manager be like, yo, listen to this, and the manager just throws it out. You know, while another day the manager was really happy, just got head from his girl, like this girl that he met, got a song, he's like, yo, I'm going to play this. Yo, this shit's hot. Yo, Kanye, you got to listen to this. Exactly. You know, it was just like that one little thing, like his mood changing was the difference between him taking the time to actually give it a shot and not. So it definitely, like in life, has to do a little bit with luck. Because I'm sure a lot of people that like interview for jobs don't get a job. But if you had given them a chance to actually like do the job, they would have done way better than a lot of people that did get the job. Oh, yeah. Just in like... It's just the way life is. Um, but I don't want to drag this on too much, but we do have a lot more time. It's Joel Infinite. How'd you get the name? <laughs> infinite. I mean, it's infinite spell instead of, instead of the first I. It's an eight. Just obviously because it symbolizes the, the symbol of infinity. And that's what the number eight also represents. But the main, main reason I got infinite is because my favorite like rapper, rapper, like lyrical rapper... I'm a huge Eminem fan, so like, um, I mean, I don't bump to Eminem like that, like now, but like he was, he's been a huge influence with me because um, that used to be my hip hop since young, you know what I'm saying? Like I used to just bump to him, and like when I got to high school, I didn't even know he dropped an album called Infinite, like an album called Infinite before he he got signed, and that's like the album that Dr. it was like a mixtape, really. Yeah, right? like what Dr. Dre heard, and he's like, yo, this kid is nasty. But there's a song there that he has called Infinite. And that's like my one of my favorite tracks. I just love the the, the style, the beat, and all that. It's just like I just just think I just loved it, and then that's why I call myself Infinite. And then obviously it just stayed with me, and I kept wanting to be Infinite just because I feel like like since I'm so heavy on the art and like my style, like I'm super closed in. Like not a lot of people know me, but there's like with just my art, I feel like. I create a universe every song I do. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just like I make my universe. You know what I'm saying? It's just like, and there's like, 
in general, there's like unlimited opportunity, unlimited everything. So I'm just like, yo, I just like the name. Like it just represents me. And my favorite song from my favorite rapper. <laughs> Mine's is pretty straightforward as it is. C Z R. Name is Caesar. Caesar. Why didn't you go with Smooth C's? Nah. Smooth C's. It's just too too corny. I mean, had to change it up. Artist. But Champagne Poppy is not corny. No, I think that's corny too. But I, I, I respect that. You know why? Because if someone I mean, but from Lawrence did that, but that's, that's but wasn't Drake. It would be mad corny. That's just his Instagram. That's just cool. his Instagram, though. That it I could wonder. be anything. I, I mean, I would have kept my my same thing, smooth seas. But that's for Instagram. But if his artist name was Champagne Poppy, that's a different story. Yeah. But that's just. I mean, artist names are crazy. Takashi Six Nine Party Next Door. I mean, partners. That's a crazy you know, name. I would love to ask him like where he got that. From. Oh, it's because there's a. Not the program. Yeah, it's a, it's a program. Oh, you actually did tell me. Yeah, you did. Let's go Party Next Door. But Takashi Six Nine supposedly he called his name his name that because. Supposedly, one of his writers back then, like, he was a tattoo artist, and like his roommate was Katsukashi. I'm like, really? That's mad random. Nah, but the 6ix9ine is kind of like, I mean, I'm not going to... I think he milked that. You think so? I think he just milked it. Made it something. 6ix9ine, bro. Yeah, position, bro. Yeah, Come exactly. On. You're going to tell me, and you know, he just yeah. came, like, whatever sounds... I mean, I don't, I don't really care. I, I don't listen to him, but I wish him nothing but the best. Uh, <laughs> nah, I thought he, you know what I'm saying, like some people, yeah. but damn, man, that's great. You guys happen to do the podcast. Yeah, fine. A lot of people have asked me, they were like, yo, when are you going to do like one with the guys? Way overdue. Like, what? It's way overdue. It's way overdue, but I wanted it to be like the last one. Yeah. Like once I knew, I was just like, yeah, um, man, everybody that's listening, like you guys will find out what I mean by that next episode. <laughs> That's what I'm like. I was like, I was gonna ask you something, but I, I mean, I already like, bro. People were like hinting on it on Facebook. Like I had to delete mad comments. Oh really? Like people would be like, congratulations, what's going on? And I'm like, but but I mean, honestly, it's just because I want to like I, I, go out with a bang. Like, to yo. be completely honest, it, it's kind of like what Gannon said about what what, what when he, like he left, and it was just like, who really cares and who doesn't? Yeah. I, I don't want it to be corny and just like. Get random people hitting me up. That and just for the attention. Cared. Yeah. yeah. Some people know, do it for the attention. Like, yo, you're not going to say bye to me or you're not, not going to come visit I, me. Like, bro, and then the, you have to go say bye. I mean, yo. honestly, I, probably, I mean, knowing me, I probably would have done this. Just told the people, like. Exactly. Close friends. Like, yo, this and that. And um, and that's it. Yeah. No, I want nah, to tell people, but it's more of like, that's my pet peeve with Lawrence, where I feel like. I don't have to tell you. No, nah, I mean, it's not that. It's just like people go out of the way just because it's cool. Mm-hmm. Like, people that I knew before, like. Something done like Party with Wolves didn't care to see me. Like, hey, what's up, Bill? But then now it's like, oh my god! You know, and I'm just like, <laughs> chill. Uh, but that's neither here nor there. Do you guys want to cover anything specifically? We're doing pretty good on time. Well, since I have more time, I the think thing is that we're sober. Yeah, yeah man, I mean, stupid yeah. sober. <laughs> but yeah, me, I have something to say. Um, since I like I quit my job and I'm doing this full time, like I I did, I told myself like I could put like invest myself like five to ten hours a week to another artist. So I kind of want to like slowly find. I started with Caesar because that's like one artist I work with, and um, I have someone uh, someone else as well in mind. But I also like want to start like really like dedicate myself as a producer to artists. But obviously there's limited spaces. Mm-hmm. So if you're hearing this and you're an artist and you want to make music, don't be scared to hit me up. I'm super transparent. I, I think the most important thing in that, though, is 
that you're looking for someone to make a connection with, not just someone that is gonna be like, yo, I'll pay you a hundred dollars to. Yeah, that. The oh no, yeah. hell no, I'm not, I'm not. Cause you have been hit up a lot. Yeah, yeah, people have hit me up like, like for studio time and stuff like that. And unfortunately, like I don't, I don't do engineering services. Like that's not my my cup of tea yet. I say yeah because these people are always pushing me to do it, but it's just it's just not my cup of tea. I'm more focused on making music. So what I mean by like hit me up to to make music, just literally create, and I just want to dedicate myself to artists and like make beats and just record, just vibe out, and make music, you know, because um, I feel like that's when real music comes through. Yeah, you know well, like, especially when you learn other people's process of making music is. It's beneficial for everybody. Like, what's your process of doing it? How do you start off? What do you write first? Do you make the beat first? Do you write it? Yeah. Do it all at the same time? Just, it just benefits everybody. And that's the thing. Like, I've spoken to a lot of artists around here in the area, and I just like seeing that's the reason why they haven't kept going. It's just like they haven't found somebody. That, yeah, that's 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 that, willing to give them the five hours of the day, and not it's not about money. Cause, bro, it sucks. Cause, like. That little short term, like me trying to sell a beat for fifty bucks, that's already fifty dollars in between creativity. You know what I'm saying? Like it's just like it ends up being a job. Ends up being a job. Who gives a fuck about fifty dollars, a hundred dollars when we're trying to make fucking more money? Like let's talk about money when it's six figures. That's my approach to things. And like if I'm dedicating myself to an artist, I'm not thinking about money yet. It's about art. It's about music. It's about creating some dope shit. Like, why, why is money so fucking on top of people? Well, to be fair, because I got to be devil's advocate here, you're in a position where you don't need to work. Yeah. Where a lot of people are not in the same situation. Where a and lot they, of people, like, you know, like the engineer, like... like. No, I know what engineers, because if they start doing the services for... I'm not knocking people that do engineering services and shit. Yeah. I'm talking about, like... Like legit artists that are like just in our level or even lower, like to start. Like people that ask me to pay them for so night. And 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 exactly, and they're like, oh, oh um, and they're like, oh, fifty dollars for this, or like, oh, let's record. And, you know what I'm saying? Like, like, I won't give you a verse unless you pay. Yeah, it's just like why are you talking money? Like I get it. It's like maybe it's a hustle and they want whatever, but. I, like hit me up if you're a true artist and you're trying to make real music. You know what I'm but saying? But also like, it's about the resume. Cause I'm sure yeah. someone established like a J. Cole was yeah. like honestly, I honestly feel like someone like him wouldn't. Well, feel like someone like him they they would take the approach similar to you. I feel like that's what, like kinda what you're saying is that a lot of the people have the approach fucked up. Yeah. Like the lower level tier artists, like, have the approach fucked up where I feel like someone like J. Cole, you hang out with him, you see his family. I'm sure he wants his residual because he knows you're getting paid off of yeah, him. Like, but he's not even bringing that up. He's just like, yo, I really like you. Let's let's make something. Yeah, I, that's, I, that's what I feel. That's what For all I know, he could be a dickhead and be like, yo, I'm sorry. This is the thing, but like, let's say J. Cole, like, I'm super biased with J. Cole because I'm a huge fan, but I'm just saying, like, he's not an artist that you could just offer him money and he'll do a feature with you. Yeah. He, he, the art has to be there first. You feel me? Like, for him, like, the music has to be there first. Like, like Black is another example. Like, you can't just, like, it's not like like all these other artists are out here just like getting money, which is nothing wrong, bro. If you if you could do that, and you're doing it. I, I'm not hating, but I'm just saying my goal, personally goal, like I just want to make good music. You know what I'm saying? Like, and and there's artists that are just about the music. You know what I'm saying? Like you could tell who it is. They're about the, the art. Yeah, the whole. The you whole know process. who's about the music and who's about the money. But I kind of feel like I'm sorry to get off topic. We're just yeah, talking yeah, yeah. shit up hip hop now. But like, I feel like that's what J. Cole's whole 20, 2018 feature thing was. Where mm-hmm. I feel like he's like, look, if I wanted to be all about the money and like having the hits, I could. Yeah. Like, I feel like 
not knocking them because like he talks about it like oh I re- like seen tw- uh, Twenty One Savage like be with his kids he's like oh, I like that a lot yeah like, that's what he kind of says in one of the lyrics but to some degree like nobody would have nobody expected that nobody woke up January first and said J Cole and Twenty One Savage are gonna make a song together nah yeah like as a fan or maybe behind the scenes there were connection there or whatever mm-hmm. but as a fan or like uh, what is it then he made a song with um, Young Boy well fuck man. But he made another song with another artist that was just completely far right, and uh, and you were just like, "What the fuck? Where did that come from?" Recently, yeah, it was a uh, damn bro. But I just feel like J Cole, Kendrick, there's certain artists that are not chasing money, but there are a lot of mon- artists. But you know, uh, Leo Cones has a whole thing on that on the Breakfast Club where he's like, uh, "Bro, stop fucking telling me that you made X amount at a club for ten thousand dollars. Tell me about how you fucking." did this and it's on record like mm-hmm. like he's like he kind of implied it's not about the fucking money like yeah. don't don't tell me about your club gig that you got a brown paper bag for that yeah. like sure you made 10,000 and you like a moron you went about fucking Gucci shoes congrats cool that, that's all short term shit bro like the, the, that, that type of scenery that people start doing that like the, you know just it's just making money but like you know what I'm saying then you have like artists that are like selling stadiums like they're selling tickets and not not, not, not club appearances. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's just like a difference. So like, if you're about the money, go do your club stuff and, and get mad money. You know. But like, if you're about the music and you wanna like cater to your real, real fans or see if you got real fans and sell tickets, make a real concert. You know what I'm saying? Like. That's what he was saying. He's like, sell tickets. Give yeah. me proof. What What do you think like an artist needs in order to be successful in today's music? I'm gonna keep looking it up. Like, to be successful? Like, like obviously, none of us have the answers. If you had the answers, you'd be famous yeah, right yeah, now, right? Yeah, exactly. But I'm saying, like, what are your, like, what errors did you make that you're, like, Consistency. I wish- consistency. Yeah, I think consistency, consistency is, is everything. <laughs> it's everything. Especially on social media. Like, everything. you just have to be on top of... You have to... Social media now is designed to wow people. You just have to wow people every day. You know what I'm saying? Like, especially with your content that you're releasing. Just like, try to, like... You know, just be on top of it. You know what I'm saying? Like, everything, social media runs everything now. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you see famous artists before you hear their music. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you're like, who's this guy that I keep seeing? And then you hear their music. You never hear the music first, almost. Yo, Correct me if I'm wrong, huh? Uh, the artist with Moneybag, yo. Nah, I don't know. You don't remember the song? Moneybag. Oh, yeah, I remember. Yeah. I never heard of that guy before that featured. I did. Yo, it's not letting me stop. Don't sue me. <laughs> but uh, now nah, I know him because of this song. This song's crazy. You did know about him. I, I sang the song. Correct, correct me. Um, but yeah, nah, like that was an artist that was he's like far right, where it's just like, yeah. whoa, bro, you like giving him a feature, like like you said, you're a J Cole fan. He had no idea who he was, but you probably know who Bass is. You yeah, probably know. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, but consistency, there has to be more to that because I see you guys working it. And I don't want you guys to give out your answers or anything like that. But more specifically, like, like okay, consistency is one thing. But, like, someone like J. Cole, who you brought up, like, skipped that. Like, yeah. he came right before that was needed. Yeah. From your opinion. But, like, the posting on Instagram, like, the algorithm. I know T- Caesar's been That's tweeting that he fucking hates this shit. Nah, I fucking hate it too, man. Way. It's just, like... You that's where most of my promotion came, that's when all my promotions came like even when it comes to fashion just and anything with music or, or anything even selling something like a pair of shoes just gets harder and harder like, the algorithm is always changing now do you guys know what like, the point like what's Instagram's explanation 
I got two explanations. One is more of a hippie answer. They want you to be they, engaged. They oh, want, so you don't know the real answer. You're saying yeah. what you think it is. Well, from I, no, what we the read. The reason is because they want more authentic, uh, organic engagement in it. So they're controlling more because they want... A, a, they like, want you to be glued to your phone even more. Bro, they, they, they want, want you to be yeah. in there... Being actual friends with these people, like having conversation, they yeah. know who you talk to the most, so they're gonna show you what who you talk to the most, who you really got a relationship with, who do you DM more, who do you talk, who who do you comment more, who do you like more? They they're gonna throw you what 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 tracks you, and what you're engaging with. But how do you like? How do they know what? Damn, I mean, it's, it's on the so, algorithm, bro. Those just, data, like they see how many how many touches you have with somebody. Whatever they count as a touch or like engagement with somebody, and then the more people you engagement, engage with, and the people that engage with you that are always liking your pictures and liking your stuff, they're always gonna see your stuff first. But then this is the thing: like Instagram has become more controllable of everything. Yeah. Like, back then, like if you had three thousand followers and you post at five p.m., everybody that on IG at five p.m. is gonna see it, yeah. no matter how much you engage with them, and they're more likely gonna like it. Do you like that now, more? And now huh? these. I mean, hell yeah! I like Back it then? because this is. I'll tell you, I, I could go in with the shit, but I'm just mm. saying like. Nah, but the, the, all right. Before you I go in, like cause him, you bro. said you got mad at him for saying that, but at the same time, don't you think mad at that who? you you were like, the reason why is because back then you post at five a.m., but if you weren't on at five a.m. You just missed out on that. Where now they're giving you the opportunity, like, yo, you like fucking, I don't know. Fucking no, but Jessica. there's a gap. There's a gap they give you. Does it- if by a certain gap you're not getting that interaction, they're not gonna show it to everybody. They're not. They're gonna yeah. be like, this is a trash post. We're we're not gonna show. We're not gonna. We're you, not gonna expose you it. You know how how they do it now. I mean, we've had talks about it. Like, yeah, time, like, I like for example, I, I never took the time to look. Yeah, if you have a thousand followers, for example, I mean, for a business, it's more like this, but for personal, it might range a little bit. But like, you know, if you have a business account, you're trying to grow, like, they, 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 they all about engagement. So, like, for example, if you have three thousand followers, and and let's say you engage with X amount of people out of those three thousand people, or they engage with you, those are the people that are gonna see it. But this is the thing: Instagram, Instagram controls who gets to see your pictures. So, for example, if you post a picture now, they'll probably put show it to 10% of your followers, which will be the most people that like it. And depending how they react, mm-hmm. they'll control more of your followers. The open windows. The more the more, So, it's the just more like you got to pass your first engagement level for the rest of your followers to see it. So, now, not only they're being more control of everything, but they're controlling who, your own followers, bro. So, you know what's going to My theory was going to happen. The gap of 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 influencer is just gonna get bigger. Like the gap, you know what I'm saying? Like the people that are not influencers and the people that are influencers and people that are kinda over there, that's gonna like eliminate. It's harder and harder to be like, an influencer now. Instagram is mainly catering to the big influencers. Like, like they're limiting like all the fake influencers, which is good, but like the gap is just gonna get bigger. Like it's gonna be harder to It's be even hurting big influencers. But like, isn't that a good thing? I, th- I think it's corny as fuck that if you're a hot chick, you, you have a million followers. But that's always going to happen. That's yeah. always going to happen. People are always going to engage. I feel like ass, at some point it's going to... It's already <laughs> oversaturated. It is, but people are always going to always gonna engage to ass. Like, Fashion Nova's going to be like, you know what? We're done paying you. We'll give you the free outfit, but we're not, we're I not mean, paying Yeah, you. of course. They, they could do that to a point. But this is the thing. Like, yeah, like, influ- like true, like, whoever's going to be influencers are more strong, like... It's kind of like celebrities now. Like, either you're a celebrity or not. There's no in-between. Instagram made that that world, like, in-between type shit. 
but they trying to eliminate like all that shit. They're trying to make like you either a strong influencer, yeah, or you just like or under not. the pool, you know. I don't know. I I think it is there is some good things. Cause I think some people were corny, especially when you go into like the fake accounts, like yeah, 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 they, yeah. fake um, follow, fake likes, yeah. no loopholes and yeah. shit. But that's know. what they don't want. That's what they're trying to avoid. Like, I wish they would loopholes. give us answers. I wish they would just be like, "Yo, this is why we do." Well, I'm sure they do, but we they no, kind of do. No, but this is what pisses me off. It's just like it, it like me. Even even I'm a victim to what I'm gonna say, but. Imagine people that like are like to an extreme. Like it fucks with your 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 ego. It fucks with with, with. like especially if you're an artist or like a, a business owner or like an entrepreneur that wants to like bring brand awareness. You re- you move how people move. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So when you when a year ago you were used to getting like 300 likes for example, and then and then you now come down to like 150, it fucks up with your pride. Like you start feeling like, oh, am I whack? Is what I'm doing wrong? Or like. like People don't like my shit anymore. Like, and it's and it's just because Instagram's controlling more. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like, imagine these little girls in high school, bro. Yeah. That literally, the world is Instagram. Oh, they don't. They're not under- getting the proper and, likes. And they're not understanding. And they're not understanding how it works. You feel me? <laughs> to that extreme, that's the super extreme. But then there's people that might might feel unmotivated to keep their small business or or the fucking music or all this bullshit because. Instagram is doing that, and that's just like to me, it, it, it's a it's a power that they they're kind of like but using it, it, it to in a bad it, way. Isn't that just a reality check though? It is. No. But like, why well, dream? I say no. I say it's a money thing, obviously. Yeah. Because now they yeah, what they money. no what they do is all but, right. Uh, what so, you're about to say only applies to business accounts though. Yeah. Okay, but who? I mean, there's a lot of influencers that started out without a business account. That made it. I just feel like a lot of it. Like I'm not. I'm not knocking on people, but I feel like a lot of it just really was unorganic. Like you know, you guys know this. I like everything. Yeah. People post the dumbest shit, and I like it. And I'm just like, all right, for no reason. I don't even know you. I just fucking ended up following you because one day you went to Africa, you booked a table, and I was like, all right, let me just like make sure you're looking at my flyers. So yes, it hurt me on the flyer end, where that girl's probably never seen it again because yeah. she probably never goes to my page again. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's like kind of forces people to like to some degree like what only you like yeah and it like like you said it, it widens the gap like do you really like it or are you just liking it because it's the political thing to do in your instagram network yeah but it's just, that's the thing but then they took your power of having three thousand of your own followers to see that fly you know what i'm saying now out of the, if you have a thousand followers only a hundred people are gonna be able to see, and if they don't react some way, or you're twenty nine hundred follow or nine hundred followers, they're not gonna be able to see that. So it hurts you as a promoter. You know what I'm saying? Like when back then you used to promote it, and three thousand people used to see it yeah. at that time. You feel me? Like, yeah. but again, it, it is what it is. Like you just gotta mold and keep it moving, but and adapt. It but does hurt that's people, the thing. You know? Back then, the algorithm was so different. So. If you started with that, that's what you're gonna. Have. That's what you're gonna get. Everybody's already cool. So why don't more people just go on Snapchat? Nah, Snapchat kind of is like the perfect IG, thing. They have no likes, IG, so it's not trendy. IG, you already, follow who you want to follow. IG already has Snapchat, technically. But it, it's, it, but I'm just telling you why the difference is. You, you, you don't. There's no likes. There's no like. How many people do you follow? How many people you get followed? Actually, there might be now. Is there like I don't know. There's some track? points there. I don't really use Snapchat. Yeah, me I know, but that's the thing. What I'm getting at, like, why well, I'm not that the unorganicness it. of it is why you, the fact that Instagram becomes more strict and tight is why people tend to flock to it. 
Because yeah. it's like, you said, there's less phony fake people. Yeah. It's like everybody's real. We're on Snapchat. You don't know who it is. Either. Like, yeah. see, there might be on a fucking jet ski in Miami, like, yo, I'm a DJ Khaled, before I know 12 people saw it. Yeah. And nobody cares. We just move on. Yeah, yeah. We're like on, on IG, you do that, and... You know how many views you get, how many... Person X from Boxford Street that just follows Caesar because he knows him or for whatever reason yeah. might actually take the time to be like, yo, why the fuck is Caesar with DJ Khaled? What the fuck? Double yeah. tap. So I feel like, I don't know. I, I just feel like it's a trend. And same thing with Facebook. I mean, it's own, Instagram uh, is owned by Facebook, but it's the same thing. I see the trend on Facebook too. It's the exact same thing. If, if you don't like my status, then I'm less likely to see you on my page. Or if I don't like your status. Yeah. And then, uh, there, I don't like everything. You know, there I'm very selective. I'm just like. So you as a consumer, because I understand it as an like as an us, artist or like. But you as a consumer, as a client, customer, you like that? Yeah, because now all the retards that I followed, the people that I don't care about, but I'm like, you were never mean to me. Why am I gonna like follow, yeah. unfriend you? I don't see their shit. You have nothing to sell, though. Like you're doing it just. But that's what I'm saying. I'm the yeah, consumer. Yeah. No, but fa- fa- yeah, I can say more on the Facebook level because. You know, you get like friend requests are different. Like, you, if you if if you sub to know, but they don't request, see it that way. Believe it or not, like you, their goal as both is to have everybody on it. Yeah, they want the whole world on it. Like that's if right now their mission statement is probably something along to like connect the world, mm-hmm. something along that line. Where it's now Instagram is owned by the same company. I feel like old Instagram before it got bought out probably would lean your way. Like, no, let's focus on the people. Yeah. Like the business is willing to pay or whatever. I don't know. I That's think it's shit. interesting. And then not only that, because not only did they control how many people get to see it, now they're like, hey, you want people to see it? Yeah. Give us X amount and we'll promote it for you. Yeah. You feel me? So they want it you was, to spend money. I feel like it was more on a greedy on a greedy level that they did that. Well, yeah, you are right. Not only to have more control, because at the end of the day, when you control, you have power. And if you have power, you put fear on people, then you have more power. You feel me? Like, they're trying to be, a, they're their own world right now. They control a different world, which people treated more than their own life. You know what I'm saying? Like, people could, like, really live in that. Some some people. Some people depend on people. Even I live there sometimes. Yeah, not even that. There's people too. that depend on that. Like, That's they sell. So, they, like, they do, they're, they're, you, you control, you, you have more, con- they have more control. And then they're like, all right, give me money if you want people to see your stuff. So that's that's I mean supply and demand, thing. supply and demand. Uh, that's what they, yeah. that's what basically what that and is. And then you know what's gonna happen? Then advertisement is gonna get more expensive and more expensive there because yeah. bigger companies gonna they put need more to money in something. There. And that's just what's gonna happen. You don't think? Um, fuck, man, I had a really good point. Fuck, I got completely sidetracked. <laughs> uh, you don't think that companies are going to? Well, one, you don't think like a competitor would just come in and be like, "Fuck that, we're gonna fix it." I hope so. Or, or, no, 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 here's my point. My bad. I bullshitted that. What lets you know that those numbers are real? The likes and stuff like that? Like, that's what's always bothered me about, like, streams, likes, all that shit. I mean, that, like, that's a whole different Mark Zuckerberg could potentially literally just be like, you know what? Fuck it. One billion people. You're talking about likes or views? Mm-hmm. And it's, nobody knows if it's true or not. But you know what? He might get a billion just because he had that number. Now more people are gonna go watch it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like you've never thought that way. Like I mean, people try to do it by buying bots and shit. But you say Instagram itself. But I'm saying yeah, like Instagram itself is just like we're gonna control it and we're gonna like. 
pick no, and choose who we want. Because they show you who, who likes and who views. Yeah, I don't, I don't so think they, they do that. there isn't. Because you know no. it's funny, like, Instagram has math followers, but then their own engagements and that could, like, mm-hmm. if you do the math too. So they, I don't know, like, I don't think they control. I mean, I mean with I Instagram, you have so much control. You, see, you see everything. You when see you have every- power, little things go through or the Or like world. streams. How do you know, like, a million people didn't listen to your song, but they only decided That's to That's a different story. With streams, I don't oh, know. Billy got trust issues. Yeah. <laughs> like, I definitely do. He's going to, if he was an artist who was going to Spotify, he's like, yo, how do I know those are true? But why would, there's no way to know, really. There is, that's true. You're right. Because what are they going to do? Ask the 5,000 listeners, like, hey, bring me your phone so I can yeah, show Yeah, you, you just got to trust on their, on their, on the company. But I mean, that's crazy. like that that post I saw on Twitter where where they have the, this company with like thousands of phones. Yeah, but that's old. That, those are, those are uh, like bots. Yeah. yeah, those are farms. Oh, okay. But that's old. They they've been trying to crack down on it. A lot of it has to do with IP address. I was told. Yeah. Like if if twenty thousand phones are coming out of like one local, I, I like read into no, it. No, like, they know how to change IP address too. No, I know, crazy. but I don't know. There's so much shit. There's definitely there's always gonna be tricks around it, but that's what I'm. The reason why you say I have trust issues is because in every industry, forever, everybody underneath has always gotten screwed. Always what? Uh, always gotten screwed. Underneath? That's what I'm saying. That it's everybody. It's society with the gap is getting bigger and bigger. That's what I'm saying. Like, inferences are going to be harder to be. And then we're just, us, like, in the following world, like, engagement world. And but then you're media. led to believe that you can, too, make it. Yeah, there's exactly. There's going to be a crash. It's like the market. I mean, there's going to be a crash in... Then it's gonna be as easy as it was before. Nah, gonna, I don't think I Insta- don't believe Instagram rumored to do it, but they didn't do I it. I don't believe that it's gonna go back. I just believe it's what's what's gonna be next. They're gonna yeah, they're gonna try new things. Like, they're gonna open doors. They're gonna try new through things. His, yeah, see if you what looking, works or not. If you see through history, like through technology, is always like what's next. Like back then, like formal communication was like mail. Not back after that was yeah. newspapers, and then we had fucking TV. And then we had fucking um, radio, oh. and then we had the internet, and now we have fucking phones. You got radio and TV backwards. Yeah, whatever, yeah. But you know what I'm saying? Like, there's always different ways of communicating. It's just about, like, right now, like, G is what has it on the unlock, bro. And they're just going to milk it until either they create what's next or control what's next or I mean, something what, else really comes What through. else is there to And we don't know, bro. That could be in five years. We don't know. Oh, or that could be the scary thing is that their comp their their number one competitor is probably Facebook, which is already owned by. Yeah, I mean YouTube. They're trying to take YouTube. YouTube is actually the biggest one. But YouTube is like I think it's the biggest. It definitely is. platform, and and Google is owned by Google. It definitely has the most engagement. Yeah. I read the comments. I do yeah, all that shit. Yeah, yeah. And you know what I like about YouTube? Like people show more love on YouTube. Like, like I always get like if I drop a song there, like in a day, I get like ten to fifteen. Comments of people that I don't know, like showing love, like yo, this beat is dope. Well, you can't comment on Spotify, can you? Nah, but you, they could follow you as an artist, which is dope. How do you like title? Huh? I haven't been on title. I, 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 I don't even know how to go in title yet. I don't think I ever gotten like a check or anything from title. Like, I'll so be dropping new music no, soon no, too. No by the way, it. dropping new music soon. Hopefully by the end of this month. Hopefully, I mean, we, I gotta see how I'm gonna promote it. Visuals. Motion wise, get all that shit together, but you know me. It'll so, be fun. So if you were talking to somebody right now like that, it's like, oh shit, you're gonna drop music, like what do you wanna tell them? Stay like, tuned. <laughs> stay tuned. <laughs> <laughs> they stay tuned. Nah, you gotta give me something better than that. Like like what do you what what should they expect from you? Like like 
I think they will appreciate it more, like, if, if you show, like, where you at right now as an artist, since you took, like, a little break and shit. I mean, it's more structured. Um, I understand the, the whole process more, so... I, I personally want to get into producing myself. Like, like, un, like learning certain things, learning instruments, just so I could just be in my house, record a whole... Orchestrate your yeah, own. Yeah, exactly. Work on my own thing. Even if it's a rough draft or... or, or or, yeah, exactly, and just having that for myself, so then I can just be more prepared when I come to the studio, have this, and we just bang it out. Faster. No more words. Exactly, exactly. Like, Yo, add a snare, you know, yeah. like little things like that that people are like, Yeah, just come, instead of being here late, I want to come be productive as much as possible when I come to the studio. Like, yo, this and that, this is what I'm going to do, this is what I'm going to leave with. If I don't got this, I'm going to finish it till I leave. You I should definitely, it. like, learn the... the Guitar or piano. Not piano. That's the that's what. Because if you learn the piano, then you can fuck around. Like even like for me and produce uh, me and Toby as producers that we're like more a little more advanced. Like even if you know the notes, mm -hmm. like yo, I want to be with these type of notes, and then we could just create from there. You know what I'm saying? That's yeah. dope. That's like low key one of my goals for like 2020. Learn like, Nah, get get on the piano. Piano. Yeah. I'm trying to get piano too. I gotta learn that. Or shit. keyboard, I should say, but same shit. Yeah. Piano. My goal is to have like a little in my living room, like a good grand piano. That'd like, be badass. Like this long, not probably half. Like you know, a good big piano that costs like fifteen k or some shit, and just like you know, you gotta catch me on the wavy day, wavy nights that for me to play and shit. Yeah. That'd be funny. With a turtleneck, I already see the, I already see. The <laughs> picture. If you dressed up playing the piano with a turtleneck. Drinking wine, I'm judging you. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. I'm, I'm on my. You, you watch Frasier? On my Frasier shit. Or not? Nah, he's just like a. He's a psychiatrist. It's a funny show. It's like old though. It's like from the nineties. It's on Netflix. It's pretty dope. You guys should watch it. Yeah, it it's yeah. like it's. Don't judge me. It, it's like a, a funny show. Yeah, like an old school show, and he's a psychiatrist. Mm -hmm. Like he's like hella bougie. Like a bougie like. I've definitely heard of it. Like he, it's funny. You should watch it. All right, man. This is episode 28. We can still kick it, but I'll tell you how much... I can't tell. I never can tell. Well, no, we're not even that far in. We're an hour and 20 minutes in. That's not that bad. I mean, that's, a, that's a solid. By the way, April 28th, I'll be doing a pop-up shop. It's going to be at Viva Bar. We're now I haven't done the flyers yet. But we're going to have a Copeland. They're going to be selling their, their, their brand. We're going to have Bass. We're going to have Shannara. Just everybody that, that thrifts around here. I'm gonna try to get all the artists together, all the design, local designers. Adversity, we have Nelson. Um, just trying to get the community in, like what you do for Sony, I'm trying to do for clothes. So get everybody together and sell their stuff, sell what they like, sell what they don't want, and even just enjoy the night and then party at the same time. Nah, that's a dope that's idea. Dope. I know you've been working on that for a long time. Yeah, man. Finally getting that together. So April twenty eighth. Stay tuned. Now, be dropping that soon. Is it the same day you're gonna drop your song? Ooh. Mm. It's possible. <laughs> it's possible. Uh, how about you, Joel? What are you gonna shout out? Any songs coming out? I'm dropping one tonight, midnight. What What's the name of the song? What to say? I, have I heard that yet? I yeah, I've heard it. It's more on my trappy vibe. I, I told these guys a while ago I'm like yo I don't want to be a part of like the creation process <laughs> like I feel like a lot of times like I'll be hearing a song and I'll be liking it one way there's like a word for it but uh 
yeah, I'm just. You like on, the first version or something? Like yeah, that? or I'll just be like, damn, I kind of like that guitar solo. You imprint. And then so eventually, it's just like eventually you're like, nah, we're gonna go with this one. Yeah. But. Uh, so new songs from both of you. I know yeah. you got two. I know you're always working, Mr. Photoshop, photo shoots. I mean, um, that's it. That's it. So this is gonna be my last episode. It'd be cool. Let's, no, this, is, this is the last one where I'm on this end. Are you gonna announce oh, yeah. it? Who so who's, who's gonna be? It's it's. Nah, I'll, I'll tell you. Yeah, uh, yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll wait for it. But um, it'd be cool as fuck if I had like mad midgets roll up in here right now with champagne yeah. bottles and be like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, it's episode twenty-eight of the Local Buzz Podcast. Thank you, Caesar. Thank you, Infinite. Thank you, man. Hope you guys have fun. Yo, actually, I do want to ask you a question. Caesar had a pocket knife in his hand the whole time. I mean, yeah, for real. You were trying to kill us on, nah, on, on, on the end. We should have talked about the fishing, but we'll leave it for another day. <laughs> All right, man. Thank you so much for listening. Episode 28. Stay tuned. Next episode is going to be a big one.